Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Alpha Slayers Club AMA, hosted by Cosmos Haas. Let's take a listen. I'm confused, like who exactly I'm always talking to, but uh, it's all good. <laughs> when when did you actually get uh, get started with all this? What's that? I'm sorry, I gotta turn my volume up. Uh, when when did you actually get started with uh, the the influencer games? Uh, so for me, it was probably around like Thanksgiving time last year is really when I started to kind of create content and stuff like that. So I'm a little bit older and, um, I didn't initially even intend to do any of this. I kind of just fell, fell into it, so to speak. And and it's been kind of just like my life since then now, but, um, I just try to help out, provide like cool stuff and education and content, just engage with people. And I understand like during the bear market is not the best time for people. Like, you know, the enthusiasm really isn't there as much and um, stuff like that. But, you know, I just try to, to engage, just conversate with people, answer every question I try. That's like my thing is like, it's a lot of work though. I mean, it's a ton, a ton, a ton of work. And it's just a lot of work, but I, I enjoy it. it. Doesn't feel like work, so I just try to engage with people, answer as many questions as possible, and kind of give back and do some giveaways sometimes. And just you know, it's it's all working out. I, like I said, I didn't plan it. But if you if you had told me like basically the first time I ever in my life had a Twitter was like last summer, so like July I think, like end of July is like the first time I ever even had a Twitter. And um, the only reason I got one initially is because I understood like, hey, like everyone's this is how you get instant information in crypto. It's like you just, um, you know, you, you, you follow if you follow people that are building in the space and you can see what they're talking about. And then I kind of like went from that and then I started helping out like on Telegram and stuff like that. And um, so I don't know why I even started. Actually, I kind of know why I even started. It was like a Friday night. Um, I want to say around like, like I said before, like around like Thanksgiving time. And there's these guys that were talking about cosmos and, and, um, and they were like kind of confused on a few things. And it was like a Friday night. I was drinking a little bit. And I'm not even a lot of you. I didn't even know what Twitter space was. Like, I'm kind of a boomer. I'm like, all right, let me see what this is. They're talking. I hit it. They start talking about like cosmos and some different things that are going on. I requested to speak. And that same night, I mean, there was like hundreds of people that came onto that show. None of them were even invited. It was just kind of like just word of mouth. And then mm-hmm. every everyone that had skin in the game and in, in the space, like in Cosmos, like different blockchains started just talking about crypto and shit. And I was like, this is awesome. Like kind of motivated me. That's that's actually what sparked me to do any of this stuff and like doing Twitter and like post and educational content on Twitter and stuff like that. And 
and then uh, like the the community kind of embraced me and then now it's just like kind of my my daily ritual to be honest with you like i it's kind of like i'm always trying to <laughs> engage it's crazy man it's 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 mm. nuts it's really nuts but i wouldn't give any i wouldn't take anything back man i'm so happy that i decided to like kind of just go with the energy so to speak it was like positive energy i just kind of took it and you know went with it so to speak but mm. yeah nice and uh so i think i mean you're pretty pretty deep in into cosmos right uh like uh, is this uh was, was this just the first touch point that you had or uh, well, because it sounded like you, you were involved with crypto before already yeah so like realistically i didn't get into crypto really until COVID happened because it was the first time in my life where like i had a lot of free time I got laid off for a few months and I mean, I knew what crypto was, don't get me wrong. Like I knew what it was, but I didn't have the time. And like, as a, as an investor and things like that, I, you know, it's kind of like my background in general, I'm, an, I'm a tax accountant in real life and I've been in business and I understand finances and all that crap. But I, I always preach like, don't invest in things that you don't understand or don't use. So like, I really didn't invest in crypto, but I understood it, you know? And then like, um, I really, I don't want to say understood. I knew what it was. I didn't fully grasp like all the idea of it. So like what I did was like traditionally how everyone, in my opinion, gets involved with crypto. Maybe this changes over the next couple of years, but you go on YouTube, you, you start doing a little bit of research and then you get shielded by Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, XRP, and like those types of things. And then you, maybe you get your feet wet and that's kind of what I did. And then, um, one of the people that I used to like kind of respect that I thought provided like really good content. Um, he's kind of a smaller person and, um, I mean, shout out to him. His name's GDLT, but he covered like everything, right? It wasn't like he had no affiliation and his style was, he would just show you his computer screen and he would be like all, all of us, like all these, you know, how we're all degenerates. We'd have tabs everywhere. And he would just like go through each tab and like do the research on whatever project it was on the show and then he would show charts and just show like how like all these like really cool utility tokens and what they can present or like really beat up right now and you know nothing was financial advice but he's like these are really good so i kind of just like watched his shows and just like his all the time and it was like i don't know right like osmosis launched in june of last summer and it was like the very beginning of july and um I didn't even, I don't think he even had a Twitter yet, but I did have like YouTube. So I was on a YouTube show. I was like, Hey man, like outside the top 200 uh, per market cap, like what token is like, you know, ha you have your eye on and instantaneously he said osmosis. And I was like, what's osmosis. And he was like, it's like Uniswap, but better. It's a sovereign blockchain. And it's going to be like the decks of all decks inside the whole entire cosmos ecosystem. And I didn't even really know what cosmos was. So like, I took that information and then I just like, I'm really like, I don't want to say a nerd, but I guess I'm a nerd now, I'm just really competitive. So like, I didn't really know what it was. So I just started going down the rabbit hole, no pun intended. I just literally searched everything I could on osmosis. Then I found Sonny, who's the, who essentially is the co-founder of it. Then I started studying him and like what he did and like, you know, he has a brilliant background and, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Let me try this out. And then initially like the APRs were just insane. And I'm like, all right, well, let me, like, I, I thought it was a scam, you know, I'm like, this gotta be a scam. These APRs are insane. So I just like put my, put a little bit of my, my portfolio in it. 
But as I was doing, I just kept going down the rabbit hole, like searching for more information. And I'm like, man, Cosmos makes so much sense. It's like how all these different sovereign blockchains can communicate with one another with no friction, kind of like the new internet. And I, I, ever since that, I was just so fascinated in the tech and I kind of just devoted all that. But like in the same realm, I ended up finding Kadena eventually because I, I do think there's a place in the future for proof of work regardless. And um, so I kind of like started look, like looking into that and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like this is fascinating. And I still think there's a day in the future where Kadena um, IBC enables and then they can send data from one, you know, from Kadena over to, um, you know, Cosmos and, and, and throughout the whole IBC network. And um, so I just kind of like, that's kind of like my two, two people. Like, I, I mean, I invest in some stuff outside of Cosmos, don't get me wrong, but most of my uh, time and effort is in Cosmos. And I do like delve into like Kadena sometimes. And I, I've met some cool people from that ecosystem. And, you know, I try to keep up with it as much as possible and kind of like, Hey, like what's going on. And, you know, I, I have a nice little pool in uh, the the KDX and KDA pool on K, uh, KDX or, or Cadex or whatever. And, mm -hmm. um, and I like all the community because it's like the only thing what resonated with me with the Kadena community and the Cosmos community is like, it's the only two communities in crypto that literally talk nothing but tech. Like they don't talk about stupid shit that doesn't matter. Like all these other ecosystems outside of it, they talk, like I, I pop on their shows and sometimes I'm invited, sometimes I'm not, but I'll listen in like before bed or whatever. And, and they're just talking about the dumbest shit. You know, it's like, this makes no sense. And so like, I, 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 I just always resonated with these two communities because the conversations typically talk or, or referring to tech, tech and like and also it's cool learning about like different people and how they got involved and like and, and through community a lot of them have either you know maybe even had the opportunity to quit their real life job and work in crypto because they've been devoted and, and they bring value to the the community so mm -hmm. yeah interesting i, I mean I, I always saw this uh honestly i've not i, I didn't go so deep into into cosmos just yet but uh, whenever i saw your name pop up i was like oh yeah uh, <laughs> you actually wanted wanted to research this um but uh yeah i mean the, this whole interoperability thing is, is of course huge right and uh, I've, i've spent a lot of time in the in the ethereum and ebm compatible space and uh, of course there's also a huge issue um but uh, it's it's pretty much limited to To what happens in in their realm right and uh, it's a whole different space altogether um and i think i mean we're obviously going going to be multi-chain for many many years um and um so yeah i mean anyone who's who's building like proper bridges and uh, or like proper proper interoperability um I, i think they're definitely on the sunny side yeah yeah for sure so it looks like some, a few people popped in and, and the Terror Spaces, shout out to them. They're actually in here too, and they record all the shows and put them on iTunes to Spotify. So I don't, I don't really care oh, how nice. many people come in. Yeah, I don't really care how many people come in live. I, I kind of like I said, I didn't really like, like pre-plan this and kind of show it or anything. But I, I love, I love NFT communities, and it's like a community within a community. And, and most of the times, especially in Cosmos and Kadena, since they're relatively newer within like NFTs and, and DeFi and all that, it seems more of the people, I'm sure there are some people, they just want to make a buck or whatever, but like a lot of them are very genuine and, you know, they, they want, I don't want to say brotherhood, but just want to have like friendships and um, whatever, share alpha and, and things like that. So I kind of, 
you know, no pun, I guess yours called alpha. So yeah, share alpha <laughs> and basically kind of go from there. And I've learned quite a lot from being in different NFT communities. One in particular is the, it's called the Anons, which is a secret network. It's the OG, um, the OG NFT collection and secret network and secret network is a, a blockchain that has programmable privacy. So think of it as like Ethereum. You said you knew about Ethereum. So obviously you know about Ethereum. Everyone does, but it's an Ethereum. It's like uh, Monero and Cosmos kind of like all wrapped up in a bunch and their chain is it's private, but it's also, you can produce your records as well. Uh, so like the co co connection that I have or not connection, the collection that I'm in was like one of like 480 of them. And each mm -hmm. person that has one of them is in a, private group and all the people in it are like people that either like founded secret um or have like a lot of skin in the game and it's it's like a, it's almost like a um country club atmosphere like you go into the the telegram and they use their 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 technology so they can provide proof that you're actually a holder to get access to it like no one else can get access to it and you automatically do by verifying your um your nft on on the chain or whatever, but you get access and, and you just, I, even if you just go in and lurk, like sometimes and you're not engaging, but you're just reading conversations. Like the wealth of information that I've learned from just that is, is immense. Like it's almost like paying for like a crypto education. Like you're getting your uh, PhD in crypto. So, and, and that's just from owning an NFT, you know, and like there's other, other communities that are, that are like that too. And I try to like kind of weed, in and out of, of different ones and find the ones that I feel like has some sort of cool, you know, community use case or what, or whatnot. And, uh, and I just love the art too, obviously, but that's kind of how I view NFTs. It's like, it's either, do you want to be in a country club and then you have to pay a fee every year and then you don't get really anything out of it. Every time you go golfing, you got to pay for the, 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 the feet of golf. If you want to eat, you got to pay to eat. And then, Hey, guess what? Next year it's, all, it's, it's rinse and repeat as opposed to like NFTs, you know, the good ones. I'm there's a lot of crap ones too, but like the good ones, you, you pay, you pay a one-time fee and you're kind of in, in this like, you know, brotherhood family or whatever, and you share ideas and, it's almost like whenever someone DMs me or whatever, I try to help, I help out everyone, but the ones that are in the collections that I'm in, you know, I'm definitely going to be more intrigued to go above and beyond for them, you know, and that's just kind of how I roll. And I think it's, it's, it's fascinating, you know, and I think NFTs haven't even touched the surface of what they can potentially be. So um, I'm just always interested to learn what people come up with and ideas, because I think like, um, NFTs are the future of everything, whether that's like security, wills, um, private documentation, pr providing proof. Like there's people in other countries now that can actually show they have an identity or that they graduated from some sort of college or university or high, whatever. Now they can prove it, you know, because a lot of people in other places in the world, they don't have anything like that. But everyone kind of has a smartphone these days so they can prove it. Yeah, no, I'm 100 with you, and I, I think uh, like it's it's like it's revolutionary what what we're what what we are given, right? And uh, it it sometimes gets washed under these uh, like under a lot of noise, right? Like many many projects not really having like anything really to it, right? Um, and uh, I, I think this is what 
what is often getting getting confused with uh you know like proper real life applications of something right or like <clears throat> the nft actually making a difference in the interaction between different either people or um a dao with a protocol or you know two different uh i don't know two different wallets right and um you can you can pretty much program anything into it um what whatever you want um and of course you can also do it with a coin but obviously the nft has like this um identity piece to it uh, which is uh, which is a lot more relevant than simply having like a like a commodity essentially what what a what a coin or like a fungible token is yeah yeah for sure so i see a few friendly faces that come into my shows and they engage with me what's up with you guys i hope you guys are having a great day or great evening or night wherever you're located so um slayer if I, if I, I don't know if you told me your name or not i'll just call you slayer for now but um you wanted right. to say what you guys have going on like kind of introduce yourself i always like to ask the people that come on the show you know kind of like their background like what why, why when did they get into crypto why did they get into crypto and then what made you create like an NFT collection? How did you find Kadena? So if you want to just tell me your backdrop. Yeah, sure. Um, so I run by the name Yeti, um, Real Yeti on Twitter. And uh, my co-founder is uh, the Kingslayer. Um, his uh, actual name is Oscar. My name is Arnie, A-R-N-E. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so the, uh, I mean, our background is uh, we, we went into, into crypto a few years ago um basically both independently so um we we did go to the same school but um we're a few years apart and um so uh but then there came the day where we kind of realized okay so we actually have a lot of um a lot of common interests uh, in this space and uh, we were incidentally we were kind of on very similar routes um, except in very different ecosystems and um yeah and so so for me it was uh like as i said mostly like this uh, ethereum stuff got me got me up for quite a while and um, i also worked on, on some projects uh in solidity and uh i mean it was really really cool to to dive into that and of course these ecosystems are incredibly well developed um and uh i mean there's like in in, in many many ways this is where still innovation is, is is taking place uh for the most part and um yeah and and that, that was basically my entry point um i also did a lot of trading um and this just came through the fact that um like many years ago i had bought some some ether um and uh, and bitcoin and, and didn't think about it much um but it kind of grew <laughs> um and uh this this like, like this kind of got me naturally interested in, in in this whole aspect and um i, I think it's probably similar for for many people like the moment uh, like they the, the first touch point is usually not the place where you where you end up staying right so for me it was like the craftiest exchange like them peer-to-peer exchange where they would take like one and a half percent out of of, off of each side uh, for every trade right and like it was was total bull crap um and they had like five tokens on it and that was it um and um yeah and so so this this was the other thing that that really got me got me going it was when i when i discovered that there was this plethora of um of tokens and they all had their own dynamics and like philosophies behind it and whatnot and um 
Yeah, and I mean, you you can you can tell by by the time um, I, I made these discoveries, I was I was I was totally hooked uh, because this was this was um, like su- such a rich space to discover, um, and uh, so I wanted to wanted to know more. And, and before that, I was actually working um, at a um, I, I joined a AI company as their second employee, and, and we scaled it up quite a bit. Um, and um, I also thought that this was this was super interesting, but um, the this machine learning stuff in comparison to crypto um, to me ended up being somewhat of a saturation curve. And uh, like there was a point where I just knew, you know, enough to be dangerous, right? Um, but but I didn't really feel the appetite to to discover that much more. And I also to this point, I, I think there is just a limit to to how deep you can go. Um, but uh, with crypto, one what one thing that I found ex- extremely interesting was that all of a sudden you were given the opportunity to rethink existing system, existing sim, uh, systems all uh, basically from the ground up, right? So think of um, you know governance mechanisms um, of um, any kind of uh, you know um, voting schemes. Um, also, uh, like how do you how do you actually get distribution going? Um, you could somehow bootstrap a network effect, which is kind of hard, <laughs> right? Like, in, like in a, in a conventional sense, right? Like, it's 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 it used to be impossible to to really get past this point. Um, and all of these all of these concepts uh, were kind of tied into uh, were, were 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 enabled by this technology, right? And um, <clears throat> then another thing I found immensely interesting was that. Where, where the topics people were talking about, right? So of, of course, there's also the, always the technical side. But then, uh, when you're when you're thinking about um, other things like uh, I don't know governance or so, then all of a sudden you're, I mean, you're instantly in philosophy and, and incentive design, right? And and like how do how do people act and, and react to to whatever input they're given and um yeah so so it's kind of kind of a i'm kind of a loose cannon right now but like this those were some of the things that that totally pulled me in um and uh i mean the the, the nice thing was that uh through some discoveries of some micro caps i kind of um you know made made a lot uh, or enough money to um you know to basically uh, take take things a bit, bit uh take things a bit easier <laughs> um and um yeah i mean since then um i was was kind of hooked and um yeah then then when we when we met with uh, when when i went with oscar like we we kept on talking hey you know this would be cool this would be cool and have you look at this and um so we we kept on discovering new things that that we thought had some substance to it um and we developed our own systems of how we're looking at projects and yeah, then the day came when we said, okay, so uh, we've been lurking around enough now. And uh, so maybe now is the time to um, to actually build something on our own. And um, then we quickly came up with the, uh, with this, with this idea of basically having like a community where people are uh, sharing certain information with one another, right? Like a trusted space where, uh, you know, it's not your, your usual shill, but it's actually people looking very deeply at things. Uh, because th- this is really how how it got started for both of us, right? Independently again, uh, it wasn't until we met with certain characters that kind of knew a few things that others don't, and uh, you just because they kind of know how to how to look at at a project, what what questions to ask, and so on. 
Um, and then we thought, okay, so let's let's build a project around this, right? And um, that's how the idea for Alpha Slayers was born. Uh, we then also had this uh, idea for the artwork, which uh, where, where we had like a strike of inspiration, and um, yeah, and then then finally, of course, there was also a question around uh, which which ecosystem to launch it in, and um, so we we actually just wanted wanted to try something new, something something a little bit off the grid. Um, and uh, we had made a nice, uh, I think, 10x or so on on Kadena around last year, um, and so that again got us naturally excited about <laughs> everything, right, in the first place. But uh, yeah, we we I, I don't know, like we were kind of reading reading deeper into it, and we were following the community community conversations, and yeah, then it was like a pretty pretty clear decision for us that we we would also launch it there. And um, yeah, and then the rest is uh, written in history. So let me just recap that. So uh, the two founders is Oscars. And then what did you say your name was again? Arnie. Arnie. Okay. Oscar and Arnie. And do you guys write packed at all? Uh, Wait, what? Sorry. Do you you know how to code in packed? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, Yeah, I'm a a developer. I mean, used to write write lots of, lots of programs, and uh, yeah, and then then I got into Pact, uh, which was uh, I, I know that's not the the common narrative, but but I have to say uh, it's not so easy as people claim. But uh, like it's once you get it, like it's it's actually elegant. <laughs> yeah, that's so, yeah. what I heard. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, and then. Um... Do do you, either one of you guys mine at all? Do you guys mine uh, KDA? Um, well, we do it through NFTs, um, but we uh, like I, I'm not like I never really went into the mining space. Uh, I, I know that Oscar has uh, has a bit more experience with that. Uh, I think he's got a bunch of helium miners, um, and uh, I'm I'm not sure. I don't think that he has a physical Cadena miner. Um, yeah, no, I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, there there was something. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting because, uh, like, for some time I was for a long time I was a hundred percent geared towards um, proof of work is crap, right? So, um, and and this was kind of the narrative that was being thrown around, uh, like in, in a bunch of different ecosystems, right? And um, so then when we when we uh, yeah, when, when we discovered Cadena, it was like obvious that okay, so these guys are taking this very seriously. Um, <clears throat> sorry, uh, got a bit of a cold. Um, and um, yeah, and then, and then we actually had to rewire our brains a little bit uh, to kind of take this this evil this evil appearance um, away from from proof of work, right? And uh, but yeah, no, just to answer your question, like. Um, I, 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 I looked into mining a few times, um, but uh, like, although I'm a programmer, like I always, like I, I could never really wrap my head around uh, like actually getting something going. And also I think the entry point for physical mining rigs is, or like physical mining is um, extremely high, right? So, so people like to like to bash Ethereum for these high stakes, right? To 32 ETH, right? Which is currently like, I don't know, 40 45,000 bucks right and this is very prohibitive to people um <clears throat> but just as you have mining pools on on you know or, or just as you have staking pools on on ethereum 
you now have these these really cool um mining projects on on cadena for instance right so um what is it like cadena mining club uh, full spend yard club and core uh we, we've talked to a few times um and so yeah like the, these breaks, breakdowns are actually super super uh super important to to again get these this um hash rate into into the masses right into the ends of the masses and this is also like the level of involvement that i'd like to have on my on my mining activity, right? So, so I'm happy to give like 10% or 15% to whoever's operating it. Um, but if it if all it takes is really having an NFT farm or convenient, then, you know, having something. Uh, plus we're based in Germany, uh, which kind of matters in this case, right? Because like we don't have the electricity prices that our competitors have. Um, so this kind of takes us, uh, totally takes us out of this game. Yeah, for sure. So do you want to, what's that? What what about you? Have you ever gone into it? I mean, I've never personally like built a rig just for mining. I mean, my computer um, that I have is pretty, pretty intense. I mean, technically I can mine, like I've mined a little bit of Bitcoin whenever um, I think it's like profitable. I don't do it anymore because it's just like not worth my time. But um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a cool and an amazing way to make passive income. I mean, because think if, if you're, your, your computer or whatnot's just idle, I mean, you might as well make some money with it if you want, you know, mm. I, I just, um, got to the point where I was just like, eh, whatever, uh, because I'm just in this space and I'm an investor and, you know, I, I just devote all this time and effort. So it's like, I just shut the computer off whenever I'm done with it. But I used to just let it run and just mine like all night long, like Bitcoin and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, I make a little bit doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, my goal in the future, like one of my like future, future goals would be to like, you know, if I had enough money, purchase some property, I live in a mountain. So like there's always sun and it's always sunny here. Um, especially when it's nice out and, um, you know, you can have like solar and, and resources and, and have your own like server farm and stuff like that. That would be kind of a cool thing that maybe one day that I would do. And and then you can run, have nodes and everything else on it. And people can connect in and, and all that type of stuff, have like a professional service. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I just don't do it anymore. But yeah, I mean, I, it's necessary. Obviously, that's how these things work. You have to have either people running, you know, if it's proof of stake, you have to have people running validators and nodes. And then if it's proof of work, you just mine and stuff like that. So it's definitely necessary. And I think it's awesome because it's like, it's uh, it's decentralized doing that. You know, there's no central point of, fa- <clears throat> excuse me, there's no central point of failure. And that's really cool. It's, it's like, it's a kind of, even if it's not, I mean, I guess even if it's technically not luc- that lucrative, it's like you're a part of it. Like you're literally one of the reasons why this network works and stuff like that. And it's kind of cool to think about it in that in that way. And um, yeah, so I mean, like kind of reset back. So like if there's people out there listening, like tell us what Alpha Slayers is, like what's the mint price, like, wh- you know, approximate mint price, when's the, the mint date and then like the roadmap type type of thing. Yeah, sure. So um, we started with the basics. So uh, we're a, uh, as I said, like an <clears throat> offer sharing community and our collection. So uh, we're going to have uh, 1,650 um, uh, unique NFTs, uh, these rabbits that you're seeing here and there. Um, and uh, so we're actually minting on the 10th of October. 
um, registrations opening next week. Um, yeah, and I think uh, the so the public price is going to be uh, the KDA equivalent of uh, seventy five dollars, um, and then the whitelist price is going to be fifty. Uh, we also have like a like an OFG role, but that's pretty much pretty much filled. Um, and um, yeah, what else? Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, and another thing I think is worth mentioning is uh, that we're going to be one of the, or actually I think the first um, collection to properly run on this uh, special NFT standard that Kadena has. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with that, but um, it's uh, called Marmalade, and uh, Marmalade is well the equivalent of uh, ERC seven twenty one or so. Um, but it comes with a few extra tricks, um, which which makes it actually the more well-rounded um, NFT standard. So um, just for the ones that, that don't know, so first it's a poly fungible um, standard. So that means that you can break down like one NFT into 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 fractions of it, um, which is common practice uh, nowadays uh, for a variety of reasons um, and, and uh, applications. Um, and another really interesting aspect of it is that uh, actually the whole marketplace dynamics are baked uh, into the into the token contract directly, right? So uh, if you determine that you are going to get ten percent of the um, secondary market proceeds, then the token is actually gonna 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 do this whole process, right? So the the whole bidding process, uh, like the whole escrow part. Uh, the money transfer. This is all going through the token contract, and um, therefore you can't really, like a like a marketplace could uh, essentially like right now it's it's their voluntary decision to um, hand you over these royalties. Um, but there is also some dark spots, right, where um, these NFTs are being traded and uh, they change hands for a certain price. <clears throat> um, but these dark dark spots are eventually. Uh, is essentially avoiding um, to pay out these royalties, right? Um, and this is one of the things that, uh, or one of one of the benefits that this marmalade standard brings. Um, yeah, and uh, as I said, like we're we're basically full on, um, we're like we're 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 going to be one of the first uh, to to mint on it, which is which is super super cool. Um, we're working with the launch pad on this uh, called Hypercent. Um, and they've been uh, they they've uh, previously been very successful uh, in, uh, in basically getting a project going at Minus of Cadenia, and uh, yeah, we're going to be the first NFT project, uh, which uh, makes it all the more excited. Um, and um, yeah, so so like those are basically like the the, the rough details, uh, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, so so what what it's about uh, in, in in terms of roadmap. Uh, so uh, what we have already started doing, and what we will continue to do is uh, to examine individual projects, right? So uh, we have a YouTube channel uh, where we are interviewing uh, the typically the founders of the project, uh, and we like to probe them, uh, which is uh, you know how we how we basically smarten up ourselves. Um, and uh, so, so this is this is one angle that we take at it. Uh, and in general, what what our goal is to to discover some some gems that are you know maybe not so obvious, right? So in the um, in the microcap space, like there's endless things that you could be looking at, 
Uh, it's also very easy to get wrecked, right? So uh, looking at the two wrecked wolves here, uh, and um, like this, this is just a common thing, right? And uh, like we we found that having been in the space for like a few few years now, um, it's 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 actually like you you see very very quickly if a project has any substance to it or not, right? And yet many people are still falling for for the for well not stupid stuff, right? But like elaborate schemes that are meant to pull money out of your pocket right um <clears throat> and uh so you, you can basically increase your odds by by not investing into all of these uh, already and uh, focusing on the ones that uh, have some some potential to it uh and this is basically the stuff that that we're that we're hunting right and uh, right now it's it's uh, like relatively focused on the gardena ecosystem um but uh, like we want to go across different uh, different chains. We're not uh, we're not biased towards towards one or the other. Uh, we just want to understand if a project has has any potential um, of making it big, right? So looking at the team, looking at uh, what what they did, um, like how concise everything is, how how complete their vision is um, is, and, and like in how far they are in terms of uh, what they what they want to achieve. Um, and, and this is this is something that that you can relatively easy point point to us and, and figure out but it just requires some effort right and uh, so what what we want to do is um uh, actually have um some some people in our community um looking looking at these projects and then sharing this information right uh, making making it available um and uh, we we pay out some rewards for this uh, based on how much the community thinks um it is uh, it is worth their while right like or how much it has helped um, and this is basically the mechanism that we're we're currently uh, working on, and uh, we, we essentially want to want to extend these methodologies uh, that have worked well for us um, to like a broader audience. Um, and all of this is going to be going to be tied to this uh, to this token that we're putting out. So we're uh, working on on gating some of the stuff, um, making it available to holders much earlier, right? Which of course is uh, can can be quite relevant, right? So um, I mean, if if you invest two days later, you might have quite quite a different uh different ri than than you know if, if you invested on on a particular day um yeah and and so those, those are some of the things that that were that we're into um and uh, also what what the collection is going to be about and so going forward uh, like apart from some of these technicalities um like basically gating gating the server gating the website um, and so on. Um, we're also going to be continuing this art part. So um, we're going to have at least one more, um, one more two D collection. Um, so we're um, going into the uh, in, into the. Um, yeah, I'm missing a word right now. Um, not poisoned. Like poison is the wrong word, but but you know. <laughs> Uh, like the the, the mutant, uh, we're we're gonna do a mutant collection, um, and uh, yeah, then then going forward, we're also uh, working with uh, some three D artists, um, and uh, yeah, possibly also going going into that direction and basically basically beefing up the collection as much as we can, um, and also doing so as as the as the project grows, right? So uh, we aren't fully set on whether we're going to launch um, the subsequent. Um, collections also on uh, Cadena. Um, this is essentially where we're taking a big bet here, uh, like everybody is. 
Um, and we, we do think that Kadena has the potential. Um, but we also want to want to give our holder base the opportunity to kind of discover new things, right? And and to basically diversify their NFT holding base. Um, and so, um, yeah, there, there are some options that we're we're looking at right now. But uh, this is also a little bit further into the future. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, our goal is to to actually have this new collection out uh, relatively soon. Nice. Uh, but yeah, might be on Kadena, might be elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I. I I, I kind of like that approach, and one of the reasons that um, one of the many reasons that I really like Cosmos is that all it's all sovereign blockchains that are connected, so it's really easy for someone to own NFTs and all these different blockchains, and and we're we're, we're going to have a standard where you're going to be able to send your NFT from one sovereign chain to another, and it's going to know, and and you, there's so many endless possibilities that can end with that. But I find a lot of the NFT community really um, doesn't care too much for the, for, for maybe say like the crypto or part of it, they just like the artwork and, you know, myself, I mean, that's not my vantage point, but I do have NFTs on all kinds of different chains. And um, I I think it's an acceptable approach, especially if you're trying to at least find um chains that have a future and seem legitimate or have like a cool utility or use case about themselves um because they're there you know there there's so many different blockchains and maybe most of them make it maybe some of them don't i don't know but um i do know that nft a lot of people in nft community hell some of them they don't even know how to even get into crypto but they just like that they like nft so um, you know, those are the type of people that maybe want to want to explore. So, I mean, I, I totally understand that that point of view. And you don't want to be as restricted to like as much as I like Kadena. It's it's still very brand new, and you, you are at some point a little bit restricted because it's you know um, it's brand new. It takes years to get where it wants to get. You know, and maybe maybe you you lose some excitement or enthusiasm because it's not connected to other things as much as it could be or whatever their case is. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and that's fine. So I, I've, I've had conversations with multiple people in the Kadena ecosystem, including like arcade and the Kadena bulls and all that. And, you know, that's one of the, the vantage points that people have. And I'm not saying it directly from them, but, you know, maybe they're not necessarily as happy as they thought the, the ecosystem would be further along. And I personally like the slow and steady approach. I mean, it's kind of how Cosmos takes it by they just kind of just keep building. They're not worried about the market conditions. They're not worried about trying to get a bunch of venture capitalist money. They just kind of keep grinding and grinding and grinding and build the best tech they possibly can. And I think that's what kind of Kadena's doing as well. They're just building. And um, it, it, it's like you were saying about Pact earlier, it's not the easiest. Well, obviously, there's not that many builders in that in that language yet. You know, maybe a year from now, two years from now, I, I, there's a lot more. So then, obviously, the development can get there quicker. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's awesome. So you're you know you're doing that, and then um, is there anything else that you would like to share? Yeah, maybe maybe to to add on on this this point again. So um, one of the one of the reasons why we chose Cadena was um, because we thought that it was going to be a leverage bet on the ecosystem as a whole, right? And um, of course, by by going down this route, like this took a, quite a lot of mind space of us uh, away, right? And so, like, if you look at it from like a 
like if you're looking at a portfolio, um, you you don't want to be overweight in in one particular area, right? Like you can be a Bitcoin maximalist as much as you want, but if Bitcoin happens to go to zero, God forbid, uh, you're done, right? <laughs> so, like if if you want to take a smart investor approach, this is absolutely not what you're gonna do, right? So if you take like a proper portfolio management approach, then you're trying to kind of size your bet um, accordingly. Um, and uh, this is also one, like one of the fundamentals that we've been trying to get into in, into the brains of, of uh, our community is well basically diversify and, and like try to try to increase your art the overall odds to to succeed rather than finding like this 100x gem right and, and be done for good uh, because this usually doesn't work right um, and by essentially spreading our like our different different drops onto different ecosystems uh, we can we can do this bet a few times right so we start with cadena we then go to something like uh, alex zero or something right like which is just coming um and then you know for the for the next one we're going to something that doesn't even exist yet right um and so in the best case uh, you know you're you're able to actually create like one of the first collections on these on these change and then just by pure forces of nature all of a sudden you're regarded as one of the og collections right which is typically turning out very favorably for the holder base right um and uh, yeah so this, this is another reason why we're why we're considering this um and like i'm i'm with you like there is some you know i'm 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 still behind everything that's that's happening on Katina right now um and and i think there's good reasons for why things are as they are right and uh, why a certain certain sentiment is is, is maybe maybe might be low right now, um, but yeah, like of of course, like it, it's just one one chain, and you, you, nobody knows which is going to ultimately make it right, and uh, yeah, exactly. which, is, which is not right because it's so dependent still on the on the individuals, right? And um, th this is something that is often overlooked, like. Uh, with, with newer chains, like it's totally dependent on whoever is writing the next line of code and pushing it to GitHub so that there is this new feature, right? And uh, this is just the nature of it, right? And, and like this is something that you just can't predict um, perfectly. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, I, that's, I mean, as an investor, I always preach that to people is don't be just in one ecosystem. And again, that's what's so cool about Cosmos and people don't get it. A lot of people, when they hear the word Cosmos, they automatically just think of Adam and that's really not the right way of thinking about it. <laughs> when you think of Adam, when you think of Cosmos, you have to think of this galaxy of all these different planets and each one of these planets is like their sovereign planet, but you get to own all of it. If you if you buy those particular planets and it's all connected, though, so it's really easy. So, like, for example, a lot of people don't know this that like aren't in this eco in the ecosystem. Hypothetically, if the Cosmos hub went to zero and, and it's it would have no effect. I mean, yeah, at the beginning of it, short term, it would have probably a negative price point um, on the on the tokens. But if it went to nothing and it was just whatever, the rest of the ecosystem is completely fine. It's not like it just all goes to zero and just dies. Um, as opposed to like if you're on one sovereign chain and then that goes to zero, then yeah, everything that's in that chain is kind of crap. Um, we, we've seen that. It's rebounding now. But like the, the prime example of that point of view is back in May when there was the crash, um, the Luna UST crash. Like, yeah, a lot of projects that we're building specifically on Terra 
got really wrecked, whether it was an NFT community, an application, a DeFi product or whatever. But that still was an IBC. It had no, yeah, short term, it really, you know, negatively affect prices of different assets within that galaxy, so to speak. But it's not like those are dead and it's out of the water. Like they're completely fine. Like a prime example is osmosis. Like osmosis got probably hit the most per price point because there was, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Luna and UST. Like UST was like the pair for all the different, like, like uh, stable coin pairs in, in the, um, you know, in that ecosystem and UST was, it, it's, it was pretty much worthless. So like, yeah, it negatively affected, but guess what? Like people were still able to send data back and forth from one chain to another. It worked, the technology worked. So it's battle tested. And that's one of the reasons I really like Hadina or um, Cosmos is that it's all sovereign. So like one, it's almost like, I think it was Sunny or some someone, I was listening to the, the Cosmos and Cosmos verse. There's a really good analogy. They basically said, um, think of Cosmos as like NATO. So like NATO is all these different countries that are like, they have like a, a an agreement. If one gets attacked, we're, we got your back basically. But they're all still sovereign nations. So like they can't control the other nation if they make some sort of policy you don't agree with or like did different things. They could do whatever they want. They're free to do that. And then, but at the end of the day, we're still all connected. And that's kind of like how Cosmos is. It's it's like this huge, huge like um, infrastructure where everything is connected, but they all still have their own like laws and their own rules and their own sets of like different, things that they want to do and which is cool like and it's like the way that it should be that's the way like all policy should really be and um you know i think over time all these different blockchains are are gonna have they're gonna connect over because it's the most secure way of, of sending data from one sovereign chain to another and i even include that into like kadena like kadena gets really big but they want to be able to send data from from kadena and leverage cosmos technology they're going to do it and that's just the, it's just the bottom line like it's just it's the only thing that makes sense and it's literally the only um ecosystem that has devoted their whole thesis on this like like really realistically like adam the the, the adam token and the cosmos hub like basically took one for the team, right? Like they, they essentially like built this really cool infrastructure and technology with no like, Hey, like they're not, they're not, um, leaseholders. Like they're not charging everyone rent. Like, Hey, you know what, for you to use our technology, you need to like basically pay us rent and they don't do that. And that's the way it should be. It's like, why pay rent when you can have your own, piece of property and do what you want to do. And it just makes sense to me. Like, yeah, Adam will eventually find other ways of, of having a value um, accrual to their particular token. And they already have like a new tokenomic structure, but it's really fascinating to think of it. It's really like the ultimate crypto. Like if you, in that essence is that they're willing to do whatever it takes for all these different chains to become the best version of themselves and it's it's like really cool to think of it in that manner and i know it's like coming off of me just like completely shilling like cosmos but it really isn't because like like i tell people when i say the word cosmos like you don't even technically have to own adam to participate in this whole entire galaxy which is like super cool and um i think it's the way it should be you know and um 
I, I like kind of going off on a tangent, but th- like the whole facet of like the NFTs is that's the way it should be too. It's like, yeah, you, you initially build your NFT on like Kadena, but there's no reason why you can't have like version two and just like, like collabs with other NFT communities and artists and stuff like that. Who gives a shit what chain they're on? You should be able to just do it, you know? And I, I like that vision. I don't know how many years away we are. I mean, it's already working in Cosmos. I don't know how many more years it is till like everyone just figures it out. Like, look, Cosmos isn't basically, they're not competing with us. They just build all this infrastructure for us to like have this gigantic network effect with every single person that's in crypto and every single application. And um, it's going to happen. It's the only thing that makes sense. Cause like the way crypto currently is constructed, it's like, if you go, I, I use this all the time. It's like, if you go to like a Starbucks and they have Wi-Fi, well, everyone's device works. Like you could just use it freely, but like the way crypto is, it's like, Hey, you have an Android, it works. But like, look, you have this Apple and it doesn't. Like, you know, that's just not the way it should be. And it's not the way it will be. And Cosmos made it so it doesn't It doesn't matter. Like, all you have to do is upgrade your chain to have the code to basically IBC enable. Now you're part of the, you're part of the gang, basically. Like, you're a part of this huge galaxy. Yeah, and that, that's what it's, what it's going to converge to, right? So, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that we're going to be talking about different chains in, in a few years from now. And, uh, you know, it's 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 all going to be on the application layer where where mm-hmm. the magic happens, right? And uh, also like this whole key management key key management stuff, like like yeah, of course, in some cases you do want want to have like full control over everything, but then there are so many reasons why you wouldn't, right? <laughs> and you simply want to have it in your I don't know your Apple wallet or whatever, and you know let them handle handle things and security and whatnot. Uh, and transferring it over to a new device and and so uh, and and so on, um, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to to that time, right? Because like right now, it's it's just a it's 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 a really awkward conversation when <laughs> with with people when when you're explaining them well, and then then you click here, and then you have to do that, and so on. Like that, that's that's not how it should be, right? Um, and and I, I like to compare this to maybe the early days of when when databases really came out, right? Like. You, you you basically like the the tribalism that you have in crypto right now. Imagine that in the in the database space, and nobody does this, right? So maybe you have your no SQL and your SQL folks, right? <laughs> but, but that's about it, right? And it's it's not to like it's not really branded. It's just uh, like the the philosophy behind, right? And like the way how you store data. But this is totally it, right? And then you've got a few vendors, and they're all basically offering you the same thing. Um, but like at the at the lowest levels, you simply don't care. Right? <laughs> uh, certainly not as a as a uh, as a user, but also not so much as a as a de- de- developer, even, right? So you just want to have tools that are working that are compatible with other things. Um, and this is this is basically the I, I think something that we currently don't really have in crypto, and I understand why that is. Um, but many people don't, and and I think rightfully so, right? <laughs> so they're asking all these questions like, why are you even making a big big scene out of this um yeah so so it's 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 definitely a future worth worth having where like these these uh, camp discussions are kind of fading away and i think it's it's not going to fade away as as quickly because you have these economic incentives and like literal buy-in into certain concepts right and like your if, if your wealth is tied to like a specific ecosystem then this is what you want to put forward, right? And then maybe this is what is pronouncing your arguments a little bit. 
but like down the line, you know, everybody just get a get a nice basket of, of, of different crypto assets, whatever they think makes sense. Um, and then, you know, get back to building, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, like that just brings me back to the point, you know, of I don't know if there's anyone that's in Cosmos that only owns one token that's inside of IBC. Like, I just don't think so. So, yeah. you know, maybe there's maybe there's people out there that are outside of IBC that maybe they only own Solana and that's it. Or maybe they only own XRP and that's it. Or maybe they only own Bitcoin and that's it. And I just think it's the wrong strategy. I mean, because anything can happen. Like, yeah, if I own 50 different assets in IBC and some of them go to zero, well, I still feel like some of them may do really well in the long run and be around here for 20, 30, 50 years. Uh, so, like, that's the way I kind of view even that point of view. But, yeah, it's everything's going to get connected. I don't know how long it takes. Um, it's, it's, it already is all connected in, I, in, in, in IBC. And like I say, it's just a matter of time until everyone does it because no one else is no one else is doing it. And it, everything is applications. I mean, look right now when you're in Web two, like everyone just uses specific applications to do everything. It's kind of the same premise with um, Cosmos. All they are is app chains. Like it's a specific application that they built, and it's the way it's going to be. Like people are, you know, like they could just interact with whatever app they want to use. And, and in the future, they're not even going to really know they're even using crypto. It's just going to be just like how, you know, when we pull up a website and we go from one website to another, no one cares how it works. They just know it's going to work. And that's going to be the way that crypto works, too. And it's not like that yet. I tell everyone, it's just right now, it's like it's just built for like crypto enthusiasts, like technology enthusiasts. But, you know, the average Joe does not understand how it works. Like they they struggle to get the freaking if they get into crypto. They I remember teaching my cousin how to send um, Adam off of Coinbase and put it on Kepler and stake it and then th- or, or throw it into osmosis. It was like, and he's, he's not stupid. He's not old. He's not really old. So it was just like, I can only imagine most of the demographic that actually has wealth in this, in this world, like they don't understand how to use crypto. You know what I mean? So it's still, it's still a ways away for sure. But there, there's also some, some upside in all this, right? So, um, I mean, we, we haven't really talked uh, DeFi much uh, today, but uh, like one question that I, that I often get confronted with is, well, how can these returns be sustainable, right? Like why isn't somebody exploiting this already? Why isn't, I don't know, Golden Sachs going into it? Um, and what, I mean, uh, one, of the, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the reasons is uh, you, you've just very beautifully explained this. It is just complex getting stuff from A to B, right? <laughs> and also, this is simply going to to fade away, right? So, so you've got your basically multi-chain liquidity stuff and so on. Um, but right now, this simply doesn't exist, right? So you have to manually bring things from one place to the other, right? And if this is fifteen clicks, this is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> um, and so you've got the like very very interesting opportunities right now in, in certain markets uh, simply because they're so terribly underfunded on one side um and uh so while this isn't isn't being fixed at scale uh like there's amazing opportunities to to go in right and uh, when you're smart then you're hatching your downside on, on on like some other end um and there is your passive income strategy right and uh, then all you really have to do is monitor it um and um yeah, so 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 that's that's. I mean, it's 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 a temporary thing, right? But uh, like you can you can either you know wait and and say, well, somebody's gonna 
somebody's going to fix this whole right or you just go in and you know use open up some some lending like like some some uh, farming position on on one side right uh, get into the hedge uh, on another platform and boom there there you are right um and uh, this is <clears throat> this has been something that that we've been enjoying quite a bit uh, lately um because uh, you know there's so many opportunities to to do this and um, and if in a few years from now, that we're not going to have this anymore, right? Because like liquidity is going to be spread across different pools, different chains, and so on. Uh, but right now, it's it's it's, a, it's it's beautiful to be in, right? Even in this bear market. Yeah, for sure. And I always tell people, like, just the number wise. I mean, I always people that like get worried about things. I always say, well, okay, do you think there's going to be more people in crypto one year from now than there is today? And the answer is always going to be yes. I mean, it's almost mathematically impossible for it not to be because it's just like, yeah. it's just a network effect, you know, and more and more people are, are finding out about it. More and more people are getting involved with it. More and more people are building and it, it's going to come to the, it's going to come to realization probably within the next, within the next five years, I would say, maybe on, on the latter part of this, you're going to have a lot of brilliant, smart kids that are in high school. Maybe they're right now, they're, you know, whatever, middle school or whatever. They're going to be brilliant. Maybe they even built something in high school, but they're going to go to college and that's what they're going to focus on is yeah. blockchain. You know, there's going to be universities that, you know, that they offer degrees in it or whatever. And, you know, some of them, maybe they drop out of school after one year because they met someone else that has the same idea and they build like the next Facebook that's specifically in Web3. Now you get millions and millions of users that um come over to a specific application again because everything's going to be an application chain and they they go over there and they use it now they're in crypto and um and it's connected to everything else and um you know we haven't even touched the press you know we haven't even touched the soil yet on like blockchain gaming and um royalties and and people being able to buy you know like a video game not only resell the video game, but anything they earned in the video game or paid in the video game or skin or whatever type of game it is, they could actually specifically just sell that item and it's going to be through crypto. And um, like one of the chains that's not in IBC that I'm like, I'm, I'm really excited for is Ultra because that's kind of like their whole niche. It's like they're building the next theme for crypto and all the people that are building and developing it, they've been in all these huge, um, you know, companies that have built video games since day one. So like they know what they're doing and that's just one niche, you know, like music is going to be gigantic. Like you're going to have all these communities that have like their own economy that's specifically in crypto. And like, you can just keep going down the list, man. Like I feel like every single market for anything is going to be in crypto and it's going to, they're going to have their own micro economy and it's going to be all connected with all these other different applications and chains and all that. So like we're, I hate to say it cause I say it all the time to people. We're just so early. Like we're really, really early. And I understand people, you know, especially in this space, it seems like it's a lot of younger people. They have no patience. They want everything now, but it's coming man. And like, it's, it's totally coming. Yeah. What a, what a nice, uh, what a nice wrap up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think we had one, uh, we had grit, um, raising, his hand earlier. Uh, yeah, Gritz. Who wanna wanna talk? Yeah, Gritz is the man. He, he I haven't talked to him in a while, but he helps out with some of my shows and with Cosmos Spaces and things. All right, maybe okay. just say hello. But uh, what's up, Gritz? Hey, I've just been posting stuff. Did you see the post that I just made at you? The 
Circle sure. just announced some crazy stuff that they're doing. And so did Zaki at the same time. Yeah, it's about them getting the, like a uh, n- native USDC. Yeah, but it's like their USDC is actually going to be using the hub's interchain security and their something else. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll de- I know, I know. Um, there was actually some people f- from Circle at the um, permit the permissionless event in May. I kind of talked to a few of them. They're a little bit younger, uh, but. I know they were talking for a while that, you know, it's just a matter of time until they do something like this. So that's awesome that it's coming to fruition. Is there any, some ETA on that? I have no idea. I haven't even opened up the article, but I did share it around. Yeah. I mean, people people don't realize that uh, Cosmos is the chosen one for the scaling solution for crypto, essentially. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Well, unless you're a tech enthusiast and you have a, vast knowledge of like the history of it and you actually study like the all of it and you're not just like a maximalist i mean you understand i mean have you read like, the white paper yet? the newest no i kind of like glanced at it i, I have been too busy to, yeah i've everybody posting about like the one percent inflation and i'm like that's cool and all but like how is that sustainable for value accrual for them to do things on the hub and i like started reading into it and i thought it was pretty cool like the value accrual system probably better for funding things that they have that they're changing to. Like people are saying it's similar model to carbon that has been running for like two years, but nice. the assembly thing looks interesting, but yeah, the hub already has an issue with centralization. I don't think this model that they're moving to will help that, <laughs> you know, but however it needs to happen for things to grow, you know, that's what I gather from the white paper. Anyway, it looks like they have some things in it, though that they need to hash out still for the the details later like how this DAO is supposed to work specifically that manages things so nice yeah i mean that's awesome but yeah like people don't realize like it is the only scaling solution there's a reason why like you know like polygon which is has huge they have huge deals with everyone man like the poly like matic it is legit has like a, a deal with everyone and they use Tendermint for the, to be able to scale. Like the only reason that Ethereum was ever even able to scale at all was because of Tendermint. So, um, you know, I'm cataloging like the entire Cosmos ecosystem. Like anything that has to do with Cosmos, IBC, Cosmos SDK, or Tendermint, any of that, like I'm cataloging it. So well, yeah, I mean, for Timmy, you know, for his website and. I'm at like over a thousand validators and projects now. It's crazy. And I feel like I've barely even started. <laughs> I mean, that's why all the centralized, well, I don't say all of them, but most of the centralized exchanges use cause they, they use our tech because it's secure. Like that's why they use it. You know, Binance uses it. I don't know that crypto.com obviously uses it. Um, I guess KuCoin uses it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to keep yeah, showing just Cosmos because this is a little bit of Katina too, but. But yeah, nice hearing you, man. I haven't talked to you in a while, but um, we were about to just wrap the show up. So um, I can't think right now. My brain's dead. There's Oscars and there's Artie. Yeah, Artie. So Artie, did you want to do like the giveaway now or did you want to do it at a different time? Like we could just do like a giveaway whenever. I mean, I could just, we could just do a giveaway whenever you're ready to launch uh, whatever you want. Uh, no, I, th- I think we, we're ready to announce it now, right? Uh, yeah. So, how do you want? How do you want to do it? Uh, <laughs> good you good want question. It, uh, you want it just to be like a random draw? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's do that. All right. So what we're going to give away one free mint, in which the mint is on October 10th, which is a Monday, I believe. Monday, October 10th. And then um, 20 Kadena, KDA, which is nice. That's a nice little little bag of fun right there. So um, if anyone's listening, put, put a two in the, in the uh, comment. Just comment two, and then you're automatically qualified. And then I'm going to take those. So, I mean, there's not that many people right now. So like, you have a good chance of winning. Uh, put it too in the in the comments. So like I have the Twitter. You can be you should be able to just reply back to it. I believe. Just put it too in the comments, and I will take that and either announce right now or in, in a few minutes. So go ahead and do that for anyone that's listening right now. So Artie, have you been like collabing with any other like NFT communities in um, Kadena at all? Uh, yeah, lots. <laughs> So um, uh, we, uh, I think the, the most, uh, like the, the, the biggest collapse we've had was with um, Kitty Cat, uh, with Smash Spiders. And um, yeah, but, but like we, we did tons of, give, give, tons of giveaways with, with other projects. Uh, we've got something, something really cool coming with um, some of the, the mining, um, mining projects as well. Um, so <clears throat> there's going to be a bit more announced on that. Uh, so very nice giveaway coming. Um, yeah. So so I guess I guess those are the main ones. Um, and but yeah, the we we've done lots of lots of joint giveaways and so on. And uh, nice overall, quite quite a good basis for collaboration with everybody. Right. I mean, the huge benefit because the space is still relatively manageable. Um, so yeah, like you naturally get into, in touch with, with everybody at some point. Nice. Yeah. And you were saying earlier, it's always nice to be early, you know, um, you don't want to miss out even though you might, might not make the right decisions, but you know, I always thought, you know, when I was younger, I was told my, like my dad, cause I always loved tech and like being in school and seeing all like the new innovations all the time. I was always like, you know, you should look in. I remember when uh, Amazon was just the bookstore only, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I remember, like, I was like, oh, you should invest in that. And uh, like Apple, whenever it was just like the crappiest computer ever, but I just thought it looked really cool and it was just fun, you know. And and I think we're in that same time time zone, like the the late '80s, early '90s, all the way through the '90s. Like there were so many opportunities for anyone to basically just pick a name and a hat and invest in it. Yeah, some of them wouldn't work because it doesn't matter. It's not a numbers game. Like you can invest in a hundred different things, and ninety-seven of them can go to zero. But if you invested a right, you know, a decent amount into the the three, like if you just had a hundred, like say we'll just use blockchains. You pick a hundred, you and you invest in the same amount for all of them. Yeah, in theory, ninety-seven of them per, can go to zero. But like the one, the one or two of them that go to whatever. Like, just imagine investing in Ethereum when it was like a dollar and stuff, you know, or like Bitcoin when yeah, it was yeah. like you know ten bucks, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, and you just like randomly took your paycheck. You're like, hey, I got money, and instead of gambling or going to the casino or doing something stupid with it, you're like, you know what? I'm going to buy five hundred dollars of Bitcoin right now. It's at a couple dollars. Like, imagine what you'd have right now. You know what I mean? I think we're still in that same point with all these cool different app chains and blockchains and everything else. Like, if, you know, you, you just throw some money at it. Maybe some of them don't work, but I, I would venture to say some of them are going to work. 
in 10, 15, 20 years from now, depending on your age, like maybe you don't have to do anything the rest of your life because you just kind of seen the vision and went with it. And I think, you know, like I think Kadena could do, I honestly think one day like Kadena can run like the stock exchange, you know, cause it's fast and decentralized and you can have it like that. And there's just all kind of different things like in this space where different uh, technologies are built, being built specifically for a certain use case um, that yeah. can change everything. So just be early. That's all. It's not financial advice, but I mean, we're still so early. All right, let's see what we got here. We got about to pick the winners. All right. So I have K block for the free mint. Nice. So congrats to K block with the free mint. Yeah, shout out to K block. He's uh, one of our moderators. Really cool. <laughs> Yeah, and then we got Dog Life for the Kadena. Well, you know what? Since there's, we're gonna do it like this. So everyone wins that just did that. We're gonna do ten and ten. So you both win. A Dog Life, you win ten. And and uh, I apologize if I don't pronounce this right. Adenia, Adenia, Sudoku, you win ten as well. So we got ten and ten. So all three contestants right there that just entered that real quick. You you all win. All winners. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's been awesome. It's good been, stuff. It's been a good conversation. I know you're probably busy and and all that, but um, anytime, man, I'm here to help. So I appreciate everyone that stopped by and listened to us ramble. And if you guys have any questions ever regarding, um, you know, Cosmos, Kadena, Alpha Slayers, NFTs, feel free to hit us up. We're here to help. So thank you, Artie, for your time. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. Yeah, man. Anytime. Take care, everyone. Have a good day. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Alpha Slayers Club AMA, hosted by Cosmos Haas. Recorded on Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped the wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I got a missus. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trenches, trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space, while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... 
sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix a system, the shit, it's all nicks Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Channel Spaces. <laughs>